0: Hi there, I'm Mara. And I'm Ravi. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together, and we're excited to learn with you.
1: Ima, I meant to tell you, I took all the strawberries and put them inside the piano.
0: Ravi, why would you do that? I just really wanted to jam. Ravi, I'll always be there to help you out of a jam. Now, let's hear what the Torah says about kids and their parents in this week's parasha. This week is another double parasha. We're reading both Parashat Acharemot and Parashat Kadoshim. In these parashiot, Aharon learns more about his job as the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. God commands Bnei Yisrael to be Kadoshim, holy, because God is holy. Parashat Kedoshim is full of mitzvot that help us take care of our communities. Like making sure that everyone who needs food can have some, and that elderly people get extra respect. If you're someone's boss, making sure you pay your workers right away. If you're a judge, treating everyone fairly. And you should love your neighbor as yourself. There's also a mitzvah in this parsha about how people should act towards their parents. Let's hear how the Torah tells it. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're hammering a nail, then keep an eye on your thumb. Ready? We're in the middle of the fourth Aliyah. Ish imo ve'aviv tira'u ve'et tish Ani Adonai Elohechem, You shall fear your mother and your father and keep my Shabbatot I am God your Lord
1: Ima since you're not a big scary monster why would i fear you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ravi, that's great. Oh, well, I'm glad to know that you don't think I'm a big, scary monster. So let's look at this word fear. Do you see which uh, which Hebrew word means fear in, in our pasuk? Ish imov aviv. So a person, and now it's going to be towards their mother or their father, tirau. So this word is built on the shoresh for yireh, which means to fear, or it also means to be in awe of or to revere someone or something. So it's a really interesting Hebrew verb because it doesn't always mean fear in the sense of, ooh, you're a big scary monster, or, ooh, I'm terrified, I'm scared. But Yura has this sense of like, whoa. That's awesome. I mean, you are outstanding in a lot of things. Well, thank you, Robbie. (laughs) I think you're pretty awesome, too.
1: But it starts with, you shall fear your mother and your father. But then it goes to Shabbat. What do those have to do with each other?
0: That's a great question. Let's try to explore this together and see if we can figure out why these two parts of of the pasuk are together. I mean, I have Shabbat with you, too. So does that have to do with anything? Maybe. Well, it certainly it makes me think about that too, right? That we that we do Shabbat, we keep Shabbat as a family and actually Shabbat becomes a very special family time for us, maybe for some of our listeners too. So maybe there's a connection there that you should you should have this close relationship with your parents and and keep Shabbat, right? It makes me think also that not only do we do we keep Shabbat with just the five of us that live in a house together, but we, we, we do Shabbat with other members of our family too and other generations. So I think about like, if we're having Shabbat dinner with grandma also, Abba's still in, in that kind of connection with his mother because we're all doing things together for Shabbat.
1: Yeah. Does God say, I am God, your Lord, as a like this is backing up why you should do this? Ooh,
0: say more about what you, what you think about that.
1: Because like at school, we're writing essays, and we're ending it with, like, and this is why I think. So is God trying to say, I'm God, your Lord, as not a, I'm just this random person who's telling you to, like, be in awe of your mother and your father. Like, I'm God, and you know me. So listen up.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting idea.
1: And like, since it's God, who knows what's going to happen to me? Because if this random person walked up to you on the street and just said, be in awe of your mother and father, you might be like, first of all, who are you? Second of all, why are you talking to me? Uh-huh. But then if God says, I am God, your Lord, you'd say, oh, I noticed that God was talking to me and not some just some random person. So like I believe this more.
0: So I believe this more. Like I, I should... feel more connected to this because it's God. Mm, so there's this like I should take this seriously. I'm more connected to this because of who this this commandment is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Okay, I wonder if we can think about it, if there are other ways to understand the connection between fearing or being in awe of your parents and keeping Shabbat. Like, what else might those two things, how might those two things be connected?
1: Because Shabbat is like a really big, oh my God, I'm so glad that this is happening. Like, once I was, like, my head hurt, and I just really needed to rest, but I still had school. And then Shabbat came, and I told Abba, I am so glad it's Shabbat. So maybe Shabbat is, like, a, I'm so glad that this is happening. And for, like, like you should be in awe of your mother and fathers. like, I'm so glad that I have these special people in your life.
0: Ooh, that's really interesting, and you too. are a very special person. Well, thanks, Ravs. So it sounds to me like if if shabbat is a day connected to or a day apart from sort of the rest of time then it's then it's feeling like i'm so glad that it's shabbat that it's this day and not just monday or tuesday or wednesday and if you think about all of the people in your life versus your parents there's a maybe there's a parallel feeling of i'm so glad that these are Really special, important people in my in my life.
1: Like I'm glad I'm spending Shabbat with. Like I'm glad I'm spending this special day with special people. Yeah. So like the fear, like as we were thinking about it, as awe is like, I think that the fear or the awe covers both of them. Like as um, you shall. Be all, in awe of your mother and father, and you shall be in awe of Shabbat.
0: Oh, that's really fascinating to compare the 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 feeling you have towards your parents of also having that that same kind of awe or reverence for Shabbat.
1: Yeah, because your mother and father might be like very special people, and Shabbat is a very special thing. But you would never think that that one word of awe could connect them to.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a really interesting way of of reading this. And I'm thinking also back in Parsha Yitro where we read the Aseret Hadibroth, these 10 commandments, um the the phrasing was a little bit differently when we talked about when we talked about parents. Cuz it was you shall honor. But now it's like you shall be in of. Yeah, so what do you think is the connection or the difference between kabed to honor your parents and here when we talk about having yirah, having being in awe or, or fear or reverence for your parents, do they mean the same thing to you? Honor and fear or awe?
1: When I see a beautiful work of art, like in the street or something, I might be in awe of it. Like, oh my God, how did they do that? But then I might also honor it and be like, that's really cool. Like if anybody comes along to try to mess it up, I'm going to try to like make sure they don't. So like, they can be the same.
0: But like I don't really know how I can connect those two with people. Well, it it sounds to me like what you're saying is that the the feeling of awe or fear for something then leads you to doing behaviors that would respect it or protect it. So this awe feeling might come first, and then what it is that you do is actually gonna show. Is going to show respect for it. So you might be a, like,
1: "That's amazing," but you might just be saying that. But then, if you stop people from trying to like mess it up, then you're like really in all of it, and so people will see.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like, but it sounds like what we're saying is that one is a one is sort of an inside feeling, and the other respect is an an outward facing behavior.
1: Yeah. Because you could feel anything, but it's really your, like, actions that will make people understand, mostly.
0: Why do you think the Torah is so concerned with how we relate to our parents? Because they're the people that brought you
1: up and made you a person and um, will mostly be with you for a lot of your life. And if you're mean to them, for the, it's kind of like honoring your mother and father as a thank you. Like, thank you for being able to feed me. Thank you for being able for me to go to a nice school and have nice clothes.
0: Mmm. So like gratitude for Yeah, gratitude. What about if, for example, parents aren't able to provide all of the good things that you were just talking about? Right? What if what if actually there's someone who isn't feeling grateful to their Parents for any number of different reasons. Unfortunately, does it still? Do you think it still holds that you need to show respect for your parents or be be in awe of them?
1: Well, yeah, because sometimes like situations are difficult, but you should still respect your parents. Like even if you don't have a big meal or you don't have such a nice school, you can still be grateful. That your parents are trying to keep you safe
0: and keep you happy. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe it's maybe it's harder in those situations because you might need to look to smaller things or or look for other things or try to try to be understanding in a different kind of a way of 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 what's going on with parents to be able to to be able to respect them or to to be able to show that fear or that awe or even to feel that even when it might feel hard to show it
1: yeah it's like I'm very fortunate to have a good home and like good food and good clothes and a good school and even if I didn't I would still respect you and like say thank you for everything you've done thanks how come one of the 10 commandments or any of this 613 meets vote are not you shall honor your children.
0: Because oh. it's like, you shall honor
1: your elders. You shall be very respectful of your older generations. But then there's nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a great like, question. can't they have 614? Respect your children. Yeah. It's, it does make me wonder why it goes one direction, but not, the, not necessarily the other direction. Like your
1: mother and father.
0: And then... Like you
1: should really respect your um elders like in Divosh from last year there was something about when your elder walks into the room you stand up but then there's nothing about children
0: yeah it seems a little imbalanced here of I mean at some point maybe you'll get honored but <laughs> <laughs> well i wonder if the Torah needs to remind us and give us commandments of the things that don't come as naturally or that might feel harder to do. And that's why it's important to have these meets vote as reminders of you should do this, because actually it might feel a little hard sometimes or it might not be your first instinct. Um, but maybe the Torah is making an assumption that yeah, of course parents would honor their children. But I don't know. I think that's worthy of a reminder also. The respect shouldn't need to just flow one way. I think it should flow both ways. Yeah. Ravi, it was pretty awesome learning with you today. And we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table?
1: What are some things that you do to show our respect to your parents?
0: Mm, and maybe also, what are some things you do to show awe or respect to your kids? I think that's a great question. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah Time. Join us next week for Parshat and more. Until next, Torah Time! Torah Time is produced by Hadar. Thank you to our amazing team, Chana, Michal, Sam, and Effie. And you too, Ima! Thank you also to David Chavinsky for recording and editing this episode. We hope you'll keep the conversation going at home with Divash, our weekly Parsha magazine. Check out the Pshad Sukim section for more interactive content. To learn more about Hadar's Children and Families division, discover more resources, and subscribe to Divash, visit hadar.org kids.